Oh, well, that, I mean, that's not that big of a story. Like, he was on the cruise that I was on, and then he left. Like, that was there, did you think there was something else? <laughs> that's the worst story I've ever heard. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Crypto Basic Podcast. We are here with you. For another roundtable episode, I'm Brent Philbin. I'm joined by Michael Lockie. Hey, hey, hey. And Kareem Baruke. Oh my God, Brent, watch out behind you. It's un gol. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not familiar with our roundtable episodes, these are kind of a little bit off topic sometimes, a little bit off the cuff. What we do is we pick a topic that is maybe loosely related to crypto, and then we go ahead and we talk about it. Ad nauseum until people yell at us and tell us to stick to crypto. So uh, today, we normally have some coin news in front of these when it's only us and no guest. But we just spent an hour and a half going back and forth with what we're going to make Mike do. Now, when this episode comes out, it's actually going to be after Mike does this. But we have got that on YouTube. Go check it out. It is hilarious. And it is going to be a lot of fun. Just so you guys yeah. are aware of my bias going into this, uh, I am very concerned. I've had to do some research this morning to make sure that I avoid vomiting. And I think that we're going to have a lot of fun with it. And I hope it turns out to at least be entertaining if at my expense. <laughs> yes. And let us not forget the lesson that we must pick good coins for our portfolios. <laughs> so in the meantime, we are going to r- record... One of our roundtables. And the topic today was one that Kareem came up with. He brought to me. This was something very close to his heart. Our topic today is when moon. When moon, Kareem. When moon. Yeah, Brent, but I want to make it clear that I'm asking when moon literally, my friends, because SpaceX make news. They just announced that they have signed a private person, client, a customer who is paying SpaceX to go on a trip on their BFR, the Big Falcon rocket and the Big Falcon spaceship, which I work together to be one thing. And the person is literally going to go around the moon and back to Earth. So it's about to happen, guys. We are literally entering the space, the age of space tourism. It's happening in our lifetimes. We're all still relatively young. I feel like this is a really legitimately interesting topic, guys. Like, we, one of us, and this conversation might someday be able to go to space as a tourist just for fun. I The first thing I would like to mention here <clears throat> is I love Elon Musk's names for things. So, <laughs> I understand that BFR stands for Big Falcon Rocket, but you know... He was like, let's just call it the big BFR. It's big fucking rocket. Like, that's what this shit is. And that is how he named it because he named the company where he's drilling holes the boring company. So he he clearly is like fucking around on names and trolling the world. And it's hilarious. So let's. It's just- great. I mean, and Tesla's a great name. Tesla's a fantastic name for a company that does what he does. SpaceX is baller. Now that you mentioned that, actually, yeah, everything he's even PayPal is kind of catchy and yeah, like he's pretty good with he's names. He's clever. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So he he definitely has his name game on point 
But that is, we're talking about when Moon. Now, I kind of misunderstood this and misled everybody. I thought we were going to be talking about moonshots and crypto. Uh, we're talking about moonshots with people. Apparently, he's announcing who this is on Monday, which is the day this is going to be released, but we don't know who it is. Exactly. But he's making it sound like it's going to be somebody that like matters, right? Uh, well, so there there were some hints. I have a little piece of information that I don't want to disclose yet because I don't want to influence your decision making. But one of the topics that I wanted to say, since this is going to go out on Monday, do we want to speculate on who it could be and that uh, people that are famous that we know? But I'm going to reframe it because I don't want to make it seem... I have one piece of information that you guys might not, so it wouldn't be fair. So I, I just want to ask you guys... Who in our society or that is famous would not surprise you at all if it was them? We're not saying we're predicting. Who would you least be surprised by? Jim Carrey probably would be up there with people that <laughs> they can't do anything to surprise me. <laughs> okay. That is a fantastic answer, by the way. That is so interesting. Yeah, I guess so. You're right. <laughs> uh, in fact, there was a person that was like trying to interview him on the red carpet, and he started orbiting them. There is a video of that. So, I, like, he's even already done orbiting. The moon was the base of operations in the Truman Show. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is just, it's just Jim Carrey, but. So, as a side note, okay, so I'll tell you the only reason that I was surprised. And I'm not trying to hate on him because there's a lot of things I like about Jim Carrey that I've heard him say. Oh, but you know he's, like, one of the biggest anti-vaxxers, right? Oh, boy. I mean, I yeah. I think he's insane. I mean, uh, there's some people who are saying. Dude, like, he's, like. One of the biggest, the most. He's Jenny McCarthy's husband, I think. She's the she's the celebrity that like spears to charge on that. So what I was gonna say is, well, on some topics he could be a little not science based. So maybe he wouldn't waste a bunch of money on going on a space trip. Yeah, you're right. But it, he is. I don't know. He was just insane. So that's like the first thing that came to my mind. It wouldn't. You, very- you framed it as it would not surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if it was. I'll think of something else while Mike gives an answer. I like Jim Carrey overall. That'd be cool. Uh, just real quick about Jim Carrey. I, I've seen a lot of what I consider his recent stuff, and I've seen zero influence about his opinion on vaccines. So I'm just a little surprised that you believe or that you're aware of that bias that he has, and I'm not. You know what? I'll qualify. Maybe I could be confusing with somebody else, but I'm pretty sure that he's him and Jenny McCarthy, I think. But anyway, overall, that's a good that's a good answer. Mike, you have any in particular? Well, I'm more curious on what the two of you guys think qualifies somebody to fall into this. So I think there's there has to be a certain amount of attention seeking involved that is hard to quantify. There's there's a certain amount of wealth that I don't have any comprehension that needs to be involved. Right. Wealth know? for sure. Like not. Yeah. Like I have just no comprehension of because this is a privately funded deal. Like this person's paying mm-hmm. Tesla or SpaceX to create this and put this person there and i just you know, generally have no clue what that looks like and and i think that the person that wants to do this is gonna have some like little bit of martyrism in their hearts like i feel like they have to accept the risk that this could fail and they can die and they're okay with living the rest of their life known as the person that died in space okay well so i'll say two things one is that i'm pretty sure the contract is not going to be for the tourists to be sent on the experimental version of that trip i'm sure like yeah he's gonna take on some risks but by the time they start sending private people who are not with the company they probably did a couple of test uh flights for security. okay that was a misunderstanding but- 
Yeah, month. I don't think that they have to be on the experimental. Just that they're gonna yeah, pay. Elon's for blowing up a tour. couple of rockets. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna blow up those first. I'm sure. But here's the question, though. I mean, what you just said about wealth is so important because this is gonna be so expensive that somebody that came to mind that would probably pay a huge percentage of their wealth, but I just don't think that they're rich enough, is somebody like Tim Ferriss, who just wants to have like these super crazy experiences and be somebody who's done like a lot of things. Yeah, I could totally see him paying like half his net worth, but I don't think that he can afford uh, this. Well, I am very aware that the wealth of his group of friends is astronomical. I mean, he's very close with like venture capitalists and- Yeah, Mike, but this is big money though. I don't care how cool you are with somebody, like unless, which by the way, as a side note, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out that whoever is going, it's not just going to be a joyride. It's possible that they could be maybe getting resources together with like, or like what if somebody wants uh, maybe scientific experiments or anything like that done in space, they could in theory have this person perform them and pay them and participate for part of the trip. I don't know the details, but- you know, you're going to space, so it's a zero gravity environment. A lot of people, you know, maybe we should be thinking about this from another angle of like people we want to go and fuck up and not come back. Like maybe the Koch brothers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> they're like, they're like, hey, listen, our plan uh, uh, to destroy everything is working, so we need to start surveying the moon. <laughs> uh, no, we might have to. Move. Another thought I had was like a like one of the magicians that likes to do like crazy stunts, like a David Blaine. Or a David Copperfield kind of thing. That's a great, great idea. Also, I have no idea what you guys just talked about involving the Koch brothers. I don't know what that means. Oh, at all. that's another round table entirely. That is yeah, that they are like ridiculously rich people that kind of like uh control the politics. Republican and- Party. How about Dan Bilzerian? Oh man. I don't think he's rich enough, but he would fucking I don't think he's, he's rich not. Enough. But like what if he's like part of something you- bigger? I don't know. You know who would be my top guess if he wasn't a competitor, I believe? Richard Branson. Branson that, the I already guy thought from about Virgin. that, but he's like, yeah, for sure. They have Virgin Galactic, so I already, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was actually That'd the first really thing that came to my head. I just shared like a thing where Richard Branson was like, you should be working three day work weeks on Twitter and like our, our podcast Twitter. And, uh, and that he was like fresh in my mind. That was the first thing I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, he would definitely. Okay, so, so do, I, do you want me to what, disclose yeah, what the information? is your little tidbit of info? I'm very curious. What. And, and All right. I want more your opinion than ours. Yeah, so on the town square, also known as the Twitters, if you guys are familiar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so somebody like, you know, Elon or or SpaceX uh, tweeted this. And they're like, oh, we, we have an announcement. We're going to announce who it is, da, da, da. And then one of the replies, one of the first replies was like, hey, Elon, it's you, isn't it? Smiley face, laugh, laugh, laugh. And Elon only responded with the Japanese flag. So it seems that the person might be Japanese. Obviously, there are millions of people internationally that are probably more qualified than the people that came to my mind. But like, I like I don't know how to speculate on like a Saudi prince being able to afford this, or like yeah, yeah. a Russian, right. no, 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 a Russian businessman, or like a Chinese <laughs> like mogul. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, there's lots of rich people all over the place, but I don't know what that looks like. I'm having a right, hard time right. coming up with like ridiculously rich Japanese people off the top of my head. Yeah, because this is way outside our sphere of knowledge. That's why I specifically didn't want to tell you the information because I was like, if I lead with that, the conversation is over before it starts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a way different conversation. Hey guys, the person's from Japan. Who do you think it is? Uh, is it 
Sonic the Hedgehog? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sony. What a weird weird reference, too. Uh, Because I was just like, uh, all I know, Japanese people, I don't know, maybe Hideo Kojima, like... How many Japanese people do we know? It's it's too like you said. It's the world's too big. <laughs> I don't know that many rich Russians. I don't know that many rich. Yeah. Well, I hope that he he said he's announcing it on Monday. So whatever. Like I guess we'll actually know uh, before Monday. Thinking of him going up himself is pretty funny, but he, that would definitely not be the case. He's not interested in being a martyr in any way. Um, the he's he needs to. He needs to be the visionary now, although it would be funny to watch what happens to Tesla without him or SpaceX without him. But uh, it's really interesting, his behavior. Like you could tell that he's, like you said, more concerned about legacy than anything else. But it's kind of impressive because he's succeeding. Like yeah. <laughs> his legacy is going to be just insanity. Yeah, I don't depending even... on the outcome of Pedo guy. <laughs> Otherwise, he's uh, he's mostly just keeping his assholeness behind closed doors. Yeah, but that's <laughs> imagine. All right, so like, imagine how bad some really great people would have been if they exactly. had the internet, man. Like, I no, I am no. very willing to accept that a lot of fantastic people have some tremendous flaws, and I know how many I have myself. I, I I'm just impressed by what he's accomplishing. Dude, you don't even need the internet. All right, we have plenty of historical evidence of plenty of famous people that were total assholes. History. It, you know, the things that history cares about don't tend to be always the things that we care about during our lifetimes. And I'm telling you right now, like when we look back at somebody like Thomas Edison, for example, who's just remembered as this great inventor, and I'm not trying to take away from the guy, but we now know that he he was petty and rude and all the things that Elon Musk is doing, he was doing worse. He's kind of a patent troll, but that's not how history um, remembers these things. <laughs> Mike disappeared. Uh, but anyway... Hey, Mike, welcome back. I didn't miss anything you said. <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, but anyway, I think that right now, I still think like, yeah, it was super dickish move on his part to do what he did and call this guy pedo. We already talked about that. But realistically speaking, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, when the story of this time is being told, what's going to be remembered more? The guy who created a space tourism company, the electric car company, a solar panel started a revolution. Like, that's going to be remembered more than the fact that, like, he was douchey. Like, that's just how history works, in my opinion. Yep. You know what? That makes perfect sense. You know, I can't remember uh, if... What was... um. I know this is Chinese, but we're, I was thinking Asia. If he was still alive, Rocky Aoki would definitely be somebody I could see doing that. Rocky Aoki? I don't know enough about... Who is that? That's Never even Steve Aoki's dad, the guy who owned Benihana. Oh. And he also did this like crazy shit with like a weather balloon over the Atlantic or sorry, the Pacific. And like I, he got like really close to space as it was with like the weather balloon he was in. And <laughs> if you watch the there's like a Steve Aoki documentary on Netflix and I wasn't that interested in Steve Aoki. But his dad, I was like, holy shit, I want to see a whole documentary on his dad. His dad is awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, so I, you just actually, made me hold think on, of hold on, hold on. We okay, can't okay. leave that without the story of of Stevie Oki on the cruise you went on. What? Oh well, that, I mean, that's not that big of a story. Like he was on the cruise that I was on, and then he left. Like that was there. Did you think there was something else? <laughs> that's the worst story I've ever heard. Well, no, he was supposed to. He was supposed to play he like flew a, in on a helicopter mid cruise. What? No, yeah, he left on a helicopter in the middle of the cruise. Yes. 
But he was supposed to play That's a cool story for a cruise you're on. That's There's not nobody, that abnormal. Nobody agrees with me. Like all cruise ships have helipads. And that would have been much cooler though if you said that. Yeah. Oh you no, know, yeah, I was just chilling with Aoki and he flew out a helicopter. You're like, yeah, he was on the cruise and then he wasn't, and then that yeah, was yeah, the yeah. story. He, le- he did leave on a helicopter. <laughs> he was supposed to play like two or three shows. It was Holy Ship like three or four years ago. And instead, he played one show, and then he left on a helicopter instead of do the rest of the show. All right. So Brent's version of this story, when he told it to me, was he was at a, he was he was on Holy Ship watching a set. A helicopter landed. Stevie Oki came out, played a set. It was awesome. And then he got back in the helicopter and left. Oh no! And I thought that was a very story. I thought that was a, a really cool story to share. Well, Mike, clearly what happened was <laughs> he didn't know you were going to tell that story in a public forum <laughs> where people were going to be. I able don't to remember even telling it that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh listen, listen. To, to refocus this, because you guys made me think about something fun since you mentioned Steve Aoki's dad. All right, let's pretend that it's four or five years in the future, and this has gotten a little cheaper, but it's still pretty expensive, but it's cheaper. And somebody's doing a crowdsource, a fundraiser, uh, what is it called? A Kickstarter to send them to space. Name oh, wait, no, Rocky Aoki was Japanese. First, I think Benihana and I, I for some reason I thought like uh, Chinese. He was Japanese. It could be, it could be Steve Aoki. He could be going after his dad. He could be trying to do <laughs> the same right, thing. Well, well, we're gonna put that one on the board, Brent. Thank you. So Steve Aoki, right now yeah, we have Brent wins Eddie Aoki. <laughs> Here's the problem, though. Since we, since Brent's the only person with a Japanese person on the list, <laughs> then he's a huge favorite to get it right <laughs> <laughs> out of the three of us. <laughs> Okay, okay, but here's the question. So that person's doing a Kickstarter. Is there anybody whose Kickstarter you would contribute to? And assuming that they're going to, like, blog the experience, t- record, obviously, they're going to, like, part of the Kickstarter is that they're going to document their, their journey. All right, first off, no. However, I want to add that the person $5, that I would be most enter- the person I would be most entertained to go through this process would be Kanye West, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not close. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yep, that would. I'd be in the Bible. He would be saying it the whole time. Look at me. If the Bible was written today, I'd be in the Bible. I'm in space. <laughs> or Kyrie Irving. Uh, oh, that's good. Brent, you got anybody? Uh, I mean, I can't follow that. That is that is a tough act to follow. And I already used Jim Carrey earlier yeah. in the episode. So, yeah, immediate choke. It, it might have to be default. somebody as crazy as <laughs> Jim Carrey, but like also entertaining to like listen to on a crazy level. John McAfee. There you go. I would contribute to John McAfee's no. Moon ICO. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't launched this weekend leading up to the release. He said, guys, I, I told him I'd raise 300,000 million bajillion dollars in this amount of time. John Let's McAfee would literally come back with stories of aliens. He would be like live tweeting while he's up there. He's like, oh, I see alien number one. It's like doing this. Alien number two is having sex with it. Oh, now they're attacking me. They're part of the government. They're part of the government that's trying to take me down. They already knew I was coming. I fired up the shields and I'm ready to shoot them with the lasers. That would be his live tweets, like coming from his moon, where he's just like on a capsule. They can't do anything. But he would definitely still find time to tweet about shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would be like, guys, I brought, I brought, I brought, I brought a uh, a thumb drive. I'm throwing it out the window right now, so it'll literally be a moonshot of you know substrate. It's an actual airdrop. It's sixth ICO. <laughs> All right. And I got one more hypothetical for you. Based on our expertise, collective expertise, which is more or less about none percent, as I'd like to say, um, what do you think it'll cost one of us to take a trip into space? doesn't have to be around the moon. 
in 10 years. What does it cost now? I know you can kind of go to space now. Like as a tourist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just give somebody money and then you like fly up into space. You look down at Earth and you're like, holy shit, that's Earth. I'm in space. And then you guys come back down. Oh, by the way, as a side note, though, this was really cool. When I was reading about the BFR, well, you think, Mike, um, they were talking about the things that it could do. Because remember, one of the things that's a big deal about what SpaceX is doing is that they started making everything reusable. That's why before space was so expensive because you got to discard what you've made. Right. Well, I saw I saw an interview from Elon where he said the percentage of cost involved in a rocket is ninety seven percent rocket, three percent fuel. So if you can find a way to replace the ninety or make the ninety seven percent more recyclable, more reusable, then your costs go down tremendously. That I do know. Exactly. So they were talking about the things that the BFR could do besides like this trip to space and they want to use it to launch satellites. So you could just attach them to it. They go up there, right? You could, to, you could land on the moon and start setting up a lunar base. Um, he's even talked about this specific vehicle going to Mars, being able to land on Mars and come back. Um, and this one was the one that was the most surprising to me. I don't know why, because it makes sense, but it's cool. You could go to the other side of the world, a city in the other side of the world, in approximately 30 minutes. Whoa. Oh, that, well, that's a legitimate use. That's that's going to be one of those oh, things that's like the use on. case you didn't originally think about, but it becomes the main thing. Yeah, that's what's going to fund this whole process. New York to London in 30 minutes. Who could use that? New York to London would be way less. You probably you could do the Concord. Like, this, is, this is like New York to Beijing. 30 minutes is what they're saying. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, but I'm saying those would be a very, probably one of the most common like flights, yeah. right? I don't know. I'm just hypothetically <laughs> saying the most common flight that I could think of being replaced by this seems very oh, valuable yeah. to a lot of people. New York to London. We still haven't landed the big one, the drag, Dragon 5 or whatever. The Falcon Falcon 9 is the, we've, we've landed the Falcon rockets, right? We've had two of those land at once. But the, what's the one in the middle? The one in the middle is the Dragon, right? The big one? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. I don't think he successfully he said landed he wanted that to one move yet, away. He? he said he wanted to move away, like that the goal of SpaceX is to move away from the production of those and just focus exclusively on BFR and BFS. Right, but those need to be landable, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. The whole point is for all these to be landable and reusable. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know that we talked about this on one of the flagships one time, but seeing both of those rockets just like land at the exact same time was Insanity. super cool insanity it was very cool by the way i don't know when we're gonna when the episode is gonna be released but uh brent i put a link in there for the show notes for the live release the youtube with the live announcement of who it's gonna be so it's already streaming wow all right all right so (laughs) monday at whatever time you may hear this episode first or you may not but yeah you may hear this and in like 10 minutes they'll announce who it is they might be announcing it right now check the show notes (laughs) We'll we'll try to update the uh, show notes on the website if we actually get the the idea of of who this ends up being. But yeah, there's been a lot of talk about the reason you want to set up a base on the moon is more so for creating more vehicles because launching the big fucking thing into space is the biggest problem. Like, yet it, it, you can build a much bigger vehicle if you already put it on the moon than you can if you build it here. Okay, so the idea is to build like a space station on the moon so it's easier to launch these kind of things? Yeah, send the parts oh, one that. by one up to the moon much easier, construct them there, and now you can launch a very big ship from the moon that can go to Mars and not have a problem. 
Side note, I've heard another version of this. Uh, obviously, a lot of people are competing to like make this a reality, right? Where the idea is to for us to be able to take programmed uh, the 3D printers that can make homes now, and you basically would just drop off a couple of 3D printers that are already designed to start working, and they could literally 3D print the beginnings of the lunar base before a human is even there. Yeah, yeah. There, uh, one of the things that I really liked about the Obama presidency was he funded 3D printing houses. Like that's one of the things that he decided to do from uh, from our coffers, and that would be All right, insane. Brent, hold on. I, all right, I know this is the first time we're using the green screen, but something's driving me nuts. Your window only goes so far. It's like it looks like it's cut into three panels, and when you lift your arm up and go like this far over, it just cuts off and disappears. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so whatever Frankenstein you did with this picture is <laughs> is amusing to me. This is not even. Hey, Brent. Brent, show us show us Brent without a head, real quick. Uh, ah, I'm just kidding. It's silly. <laughs> nah, yeah. All right. Well, Brent's in a stadium right now. He's very excited. There it is. You get him to do whatever you want, ladies and gentlemen. It's like that trick your grandpa did as a kid, where he like hides ah, his yeah. thumb and moves it. Oh, my, uh, ah, what's uh, going we're on so here? stupid. Okay. How long have we been recording? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I love that little scene from Family Guy. All right. Uh, any? Did we get any guesses, guys, on what we thought? The future of space travel is going to be like price oh, ten years. Nobody gave a price. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, all right. Let's get on the same page. Like, what kind of vessel is your vision? Like, no, no, Mike. Listen, listen. I'm going to make you make all the assumptions. Here's the question: It's ten years from now. It is 2028, and you and your daughter decide that you really want to go to space. And you just want to go to the cheapest place where you can give them money and they will take you to space and t- bring you back safely. That's it. Those are the only parameters. What's the cheapest you can find? I'll, I'll say that I, I still think it'll be over 100K. Uh, the number that was coming to me was about 250K. And the problem is like, I'm not having a clear vision as to what it means to just be a tourist in space yet. Like... I mean, like, they're not going to sell Disney, uh, you know, shirts and, and there's not going to be like a gift stand. So, like, where's the where's the tourist base? I don't even let's see. Let's put this into perspective. <laughs> Somebody stop at the information center. Right now, <laughs> it looks like it would cost somewhere around almost 100000 to fly from New York to Beijing via a private jet. Um, it's 8500 per flight hour. So, I don't know how many flight hours you actually need because you're probably going to have to stop to refuel if you're taking a private jet, too. I don't know. But that's a lot, right? So those are kind of our estimates for space as it is. Now, we're talking 10 years. We're talking inflation. And we're talking like the – Well, today's money. Okay. So fine. We're, we're also talking the premier experience. Uh, my guess is that it may even be more expensive to do New York to Beijing than it would be to just fly into space and come back. So uh, my guess is New York to Beijing – in today's money, in 10 years, when it's reasonable to do it like once every three days or something like that. Oh, wait, through space? Yeah, you through mean. space, yes. You're probably looking at half a million dollars. Now, I don't know if space would be more or less expensive than that, depending on what you can do. If you're just up there for like 10 minutes and you come back down, then no, it's going to be less. It's going to be like, you know, $100,000. $100, Real quick, just your, your estimate stands, but I just want you to hypothetically convert it to Bitcoin. <laughs> uh 10 years let's see mcafee still has his dick so uh two bitcoin 
<laughs> so you think Bitcoin's going to be a quarter of a million dollars, and two Bitcoin can get you to space? That's Brent's. Yeah, that's stand. yeah. John McAfee's dick is intact in my in, in my future. Um, to get into space ten years from now, it's going to take at least ten Bitcoin still. Okay, nice. Are we doing prices rights rules or whoever's closer rules? Who's ever closer? Wait, do you have sure. a number? You're allowed. You're allowed to go over. Why not? All right. So Brent said two and a half Bitcoin. Mike said ten Bitcoin. So I'm gonna say seven well, Bitcoin. There's to get two you into variables space. here. The the very, we have no idea what it's gonna cost to get into space. We have no idea what Bitcoin's gonna cost. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. So we're just making my, up numbers. My, my vision more for the the 250 was not a private thing, more like a bus setup. Yeah, I agree with Mike. It would be more like Disney World, like like or ten people that paid. Yeah, like we're doing our space trip today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely what it would be like. That's like getting a hot air balloon right now. So, well, anyway, we kind of got off the rails. I don't know if uh, any any other things about future and space travel. I know. Mike, do you want to drag out this episode at all so we can postpone your punishment as long as possible? <laughs> I'm ready. Bring it on. All right, so that's going to be pretty ridiculous. Brent, what are, are you going, thinking? I hope we're going to, are we Facebook living it? I, I don't know any way to we'll do it We'll discuss that in a minute. Well, if you hear this on the episode, then maybe go check there and maybe we did some more stuff. So <laughs> More likely it's I wanna just on I want to rub my, my own nose in this. I'm cool with it. All right. I'm going to hand it over to the host All right. over there. Well, that is, a, that is a short episode. Again, we weren't able to put the coins on the front. I'm sorry. Kareem did have a cool story that we're going to save for the flagship uh, because we only found one story and then we got preoccupied with... Mike's punishment and uh, and everything. So we're really excited about that. So please, even though this episode was very loosely related to cryptocurrency, we are a cryptocurrency podcast. So please join our Discord, subscribe to us on iTunes, check out our YouTube, or follow us on Twitter. We are at Crypto Basic Pod. I'm at Chubby Crypto. Mike is at Michael Lockie with an underscore in there, and Kareem is at Doctor Run Good. So that's it. Thank you for joining us. I don't think we gave anything near financial advice on this episode, but just in case. The members of the Crypto Basic Podcast are not space flight advisors. None of them have gone through proper astronaut training. Mike listened to an interview with Elon Musk. That's the closest any of us have gotten. Brent Googled some stuff in the middle of the show, and he pretended that he knew it. <laughs> I like it.